But at the end of the day, what nobody knows is that my body is writing emails and messages every single day saying, you've got to stop approaching things this way. This is not what I'm trying to tell you. Please stop. Stop trying to fix me. Stop trying to do all the things. I don't want you to do anything at this point. And I started to realize that taking action is worse than taking no action until it's coming from a truly inspired place. Welcome, welcome to Binge On This, the podcast you can safely binge to lose weight. This is your host, Michelle Hasty Thompson, and I am so excited to have you here. So thank you so much for showing up and tuning in. This podcast is inspired by you, and there's nothing more important to me than you walking away with permission to be more of yourself, including having your ideal body. In 2008, I was so desperate to lose weight that I was actually hoping that something was wrong with me because at least then I'd understand why my body was being so stubborn. And I know that a lot of people in the world do have actual diagnosis and I don't mean to make it sound lighter for the people that do. This is just how desperate I felt because if I was diagnosed with something, then at least I could understand why I was working so hard and nothing was working. And I think this is similar to someone that is trying to get pregnant and struggling. Because if the doctor says, nothing's wrong with you, and you're not getting pregnant, how the heck do you fix it? And I have spent 99.9% of my energy trying to fix things pretty much my entire life. It's exhausting, but at least... I feel like I'm in control in some way. And when I was a child, this was especially important because everything in my world felt out of my control. And I guess as a child, that's pretty normal. However, we were in such survival mode in my home that it didn't take me very long to learn that I better start fixing things if I wanted to live a life that didn't feel the way that it felt. And it worked, right? I mean, as a kid, I had to do what I had to do to survive. So I did. But I've carried this into my adult life, and I don't think I'm the only one. And when we exhaust the list of ways to lose weight, and then you don't receive a reason that you can't lose the weight, where do you go? And that's exactly what happened to me when I was struggling with my weight, and I was doing all the things that everybody told me to do. And by the way, it got to a point where I couldn't even do the things, right? Like, so I probably spent a solid year trying all the things without hesitation, just like whatever somebody told me to do, I did it. And I followed it. And I think a lot of people can relate to that because when they first start trying to lose weight, it's, I don't even want to say easy because maybe easy is not the right word, but it doesn't seem as difficult to stick to it, right? You're like, okay, if you want me to do, you know, Atkins, and that's the first thing I've ever tried, it's not so difficult to stick to it because you don't really have any negative feedback around the experience, And that's kind of what happened to me. So the first year I was just following things and I was following them quite uh, religiously and then they wouldn't work. And then over time, it even got difficult to follow the things. Like every time somebody would give me a new thing, I was like kind of happy to try it, but also frustrated that I'm trying another thing. Like what the heck? When is this going to end? When am I going to stop having to fix this? When am I going to stop having to try and do all the things? This also happened again more recently, but not with weight for me. I've had a chronic, non-threatening health issue that is so frustrating. I've tried absolutely everything to try and fix it. 
I've thrown every dollar, every ounce of energy. There was a point when I was driving an hour and 15 minutes to a woman in a town, a few, a few towns over who I thought could help me spending two hours with her and then taking the drive back. It was extremely expensive and I did it. So that was like, you know, almost five hours out of my day once a week to try and fix this. So like I was trying everything. And then eventually it got to the point where I thought maybe I should actually go to the doctor, which for me means I've exhausted everything because I don't go to the doctor unless I don't have any other options. It's just not my the way that I approach things. So when I went to the doctor and they told me there was absolutely no explanation or reason for the symptoms, I broke down in tears. I was actually hoping and praying for a diagnosis so that I could have a new way to fix and an understanding of why this was happening to me. I remember I I, I had never met this doctor before, right? Because I don't have a doctor. I never go. So this is the first time I've met her and I just could not, I was sobbing. And of course, COVID, right? Hashtag COVID. So she like couldn't even like comfort me really. And I was crying the whole way home and my husband happened to be home and I pulled in the driveway and I was sobbing. I couldn't even talk. And of course, I just came home from the doctor. So he's like, you're scaring me. Like, what is wrong? And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with me. And like, that's why I was sobbing because there was nothing wrong with me. Months later, I realized that this chronic symptom is playing out the exact same way as my weight. I was doing all the things to lose weight and I did them all with a vengeance If somebody told me to eat a certain way, I did it 150%. If they told me to exercise a certain way, I did it plus extra credit. I was the perfect weight loss student. And when the scale wouldn't budge, I would tell the experts all the things I was doing and they'd all say the same thing. There must be something wrong because you should be losing weight. Same thing that everyone's been telling me all these years with these other chronic symptoms. Like something must be off. I've even had people tell me like, maybe that's just the way your body is. Like you're just supposed to have these symptoms and you're supposed to just use medication to suppress them. No, I don't, I'm not buying it. And when someone says there must be something wrong because you should be losing weight, when they said that in the past, it was like music to my ears because at least this meant that I was doing all that I could do. But when I explained all the things that could be wrong with me and came up with nothing, I was officially in unfamiliar territory. I mean, when I was listing all the things and then actually going out and seeking advice on all the things that could be wrong, that could get in the way of someone losing weight when they're doing all the things correctly and came up with nothing, where do you go next? And much like my recent breakdown in the doctor's office, I broke down. But I did release all my weight without a diagnosis. Turns out there really wasn't anything wrong with my body. I was just following all the typical weight and food rules that are designed to alleviate acute symptoms, but not chronic. So it was never going to work. Think about it. Over 90% of people gain the weight back after a typical weight loss method. And who does it work great for? Think about who is just killing it in the weight loss dieting game. Celebrities, because they're getting ready for a movie. Temporary, right? They know it's temporary. Now, if somebody was going to pay you millions of dollars and you didn't have to maintain what you were doing, because I know right now you might be at the point where you're like, somebody paying me millions of dollars, I probably still couldn't stop overeating or or I maybe wouldn't stick to it. I don't know. Maybe you would. But the point is, if somebody came to you and said, look, I need you to stick to this routine for six months um, and then I'll pay you millions of dollars and then I don't care what you do after that. That's pretty motivating, right? That's pretty easy to follow because you know it's just temporary. I don't have to do this forever. Fighters needing to weigh in, 
temporary. Bodybuilders need to look a certain way for a show, temporary. Or like getting skinny for a wedding or a vacation or something, temporary. Now, of course, in the back of your mind, you're like, I hope this stays forever. But you're also knowing that there's like a temporary thing that you're doing it for. And then there's all these weight loss experts out there who are like, oh, yeah, that's the way to be successful with weight loss. You come up with temporary goals for you to achieve so that you're motivated. Like, what kind of plan is that? I mean, I get it, but that's never going to work. But because for most of us, weight is not an acute symptom. It's chronic. It's been plaguing us for years. And that's exactly why it requires a different solution. So we have to approach this differently. My discipline, my dedication, my willpower, my motivation did not help me lose weight. It hurt me. And I really need you to hear that. Because those are the things that are praised, and not only praised, but deemed necessary to be successful with weight loss is that you have to be disciplined, you have to be dedicated, you have to have willpower and motivation. And not only is that not true, but it actually is what hurt me. Working super hard, constantly trying to fix your weight, being a good weight loss student doesn't actually work. It makes everything worse. That might sound insane, but it's the truth. I lost the first 10 pounds, injured on the couch, unable to move, and unable to make my own food. I wasn't able to do all the things. And not only was I not able to do all the things, I wasn't able to do anything, literally nothing. The universe took away and anything I could possibly do to lose weight, stripped all of it and said, you stay there. You don't get to move. You don't get to prep your food. You don't get to count your calories. You have no control over any of it. You lay there and let me do my freaking job. And that's what I've learned over the years in every single thing that I approach in life. Now, let me be clear. I still show up every single time trying to fix everything. That pattern has not gone away. It shows up every single time until I get a chronic symptom. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I see you. I know what you're doing there. All right, you're right. I am approaching this the same way that I like to approach things since I was a child to be in control. And it never works. And not only does it not work, it makes everything worse because I'm attacking that symptom, trying to make it go away. And I think I'm being so good and I'm being a master implementer and I'm being a good student and I'm being dedicated and disciplined, and I'm using willpower and motivation, and everybody's praising me for doing it, including myself. But at the end of the day, what nobody knows is that my body is writing emails and messages every single day saying, you've got to stop approaching things this way. This is not what I'm trying to tell you. Please stop. Stop trying to fix me. Stop trying to do all the things. I don't want you to do anything at this point. And I started to realize that taking action is worse than taking no action until it's coming from a truly inspired place. So if you have to go and sit down and like do research and like actually kind of put pen to paper and be like, okay, I need to solve this chronic symptom. I need to lose weight. I need to whatever. What should I do? then any action you take from that place is not going to be the right action. What is the right action is whatever you just just accidentally stumble across, right? Like, I don't know where this article came from, but it's shown me a different way to think about this. Or I woke up one day and I don't know why, but I just randomly felt like I needed to do restorative yoga. Or that's that means you created enough space. You 
took enough things off your to-do list, you rested enough, you silenced enough that you actually got feedback from yourself, from your own body, the thing that you want to lose the weight, right? And it's impossible to receive any of that feedback, any of those messages, if you're constantly trying to fix and do all the things. And by the way, what might be true for you is there isn't anything for you to do. Look at how I lost weight. I lied on the couch. I didn't do a damn thing. And I lost weight. So you might find that when you slow down, you start to get exactly what you've ever wanted. And if not, you will most certainly receive the messages that you need to receive about how your life needs to change forever. Not because you need to get the symptom to go away forever. So my invitation to you is to be happy that you're in this puzzle, that you can't seem to understand why this is happening. Because that means that potentially there's no reason for it to be there. And if there's no reason for it to be there, as frustrating as that may seem, (laughs) that means that there's way less for you to do than you would imagine. And that's not a bad thing. And that's a lesson that you probably need to learn just like I do for many other reasons. So if you're someone who tends to live in that fight or flight or survival mode and be in control, and most certainly it showed up like me for a good reason, but you're still in it, this is my invitation to you to stop, to stop trying, to stop trying to control, to stop taking action, to stand back and reflect and allow your own body to give you answers. All the work I do with my clients is to help them connect more to themselves so that these answers can appear for them. And it works every single time. And a lot of times they don't like the messages. (laughs) It's like their body's telling them, I need you to change this in your life. And maybe that's tough for them. Or maybe it's not that it's tough to make the changes. Maybe their body is just saying things that just don't make sense. Like, why would I, why would I be being asked to do that. I don't understand. And the more they fight it and the more they resist it and the more they try to understand it and to analyze it as opposed to just do it, the more they struggle. The clients that I've worked with that have been the most successful are the ones that just don't fight with what comes up. They just do it. And that's what happened to me after. I mean, I guess it's what happened to me when I lost the first 10 pounds without, you know, by like tying my hands and feet to the couch, basically. But even after that, when I was able to start moving again and could have easily gone back to control mode, which I tried for like a month. And then I was like, what am I doing? And what I realized is there's very little that I need to do. There's a few changes that I need to make in the way that I think. But the main thing that I did was just blindly obey myself. Like trust my intuition, trust the inner thoughts, trust the feelings, even when there was no external feedback or evidence to support what I was thinking and feeling. When my body asked me to eat pizza, I ate pizza. When my body asked me to rest, I would rest. Anything it asked for, I did. I never argued. And when my clients do that, they have a very similar result. And the more that we fight and struggle and try to understand, like, try to understand the human body? Like seriously, the smartest people in the world struggle to understand the human body. Why is this happening? Right? What's with this placebo effect? Like that puzzles doctors because they love measurable, 
predictable results. So we've got to allow this to just unfold the way that it needs to and allow your symptoms to guide you. Allow your symptoms to guide you. Don't let them be the things, don't fight with them, right? Let your chronic symptoms inspire you, not enslave you. That's not what they're intended to do. They're intended to communicate with you that something's off and they will continue to communicate with you that something is off until that something is no longer off. It's really that simple. I'm not talking about making behavioral changes in the way that you eat and move, although that could be a part of it. That could be one of some of the things that your body's asking for. But it is a much more, mm, I'll say general change than that. It's like the way that you're approaching things, the way that you continue to show up, the way that you haven't um, changed your survival modes from when you needed them to survive. It's things like that. That's what the symptoms are here to teach you. They are here in our favor. They are here to create better, a better life for us. And the more that we fight with them, the longer they will continue to be here. And the more that we accept that it's actually really, really good feedback. It's constructive criticism. It's um, helpful feedback, right? Just like when you're in your work and someone's critiquing somebody who has a, a platform to, because someone just critiquing us for the sake of critiquing us is not the same. But somebody who's actually trying to help us grow in our career and gives us feedback. It doesn't feel good. It's uncomfortable. But it helps us. It allows us to be better in, in whatever it is that we want to be better at. And your chronic symptoms, your weight, it's the same thing, right? It's the same thing. It's here to support us. So let them be there. Stop fighting with them and stop taking action to try to shut them up. As I talked about in my podcast, my last podcast episode, and stop trying to do all the things. I promise you, you'll feel a lot better. Thank you so much for listening. And for those of you who want to get help and support with your chronic symptoms of food and weight struggles, I am here for you. I have a curriculum that I have been teaching for years that walk people right through the process to go through all four phases to release this symptom, whether it's that these symptoms get eliminated completely or that you at least eliminate the need to fix them all and are happily, peacefully living in your body and enjoying food, becoming that guilt-free eater, I'm here for you. you either send me an email at michelle at theominstitute.com or feel free to send me a message over on my Facebook page or my Instagram at The Ohm Institute. I love talking to you, so please feel free to reach out there and I'd be happy to tell you more.